This is a HeadGum Podcast. It's that episode, not that episode. It's that episode. With Craig Welcome to It's That Episode, the podcast where I, Craig Rowan, invite a guest over to my apartment. We watch any TV show that they choose. We watch it. We talk about it. We talk about a bunch of other crap today. I'm very excited. We have Dan Black, who hosts the podcast Comedians of Wrestling on the UCB Podcast Network. Welcome, Dan. Fact. Hello. How are you? I'm great. I'm excited. You're very excited. Yeah, I'm yeah, actually excited. excited. I feel like um, this is, first of all, hi. Hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Hello. Just, yeah, no, it's, you know, it's like, good to it's good to, I'm just I'm trying to find my comfort position. Uh I think it's good to uh it's good to say hello to Just say people. check in, you know. Yeah, just to <laughs> check in. Even though I think I've seen you three days in a row. Yeah, we ran into each other on the street, we did an improv show together, and now we're here. Yeah, now we're here doing Which is much more than I like seeing anybody. I I totally agree with that. I just went to get a coffee and yeah. bumped into this girl that I kind of know. Uh huh. Um and and I was like, oh, all right, this is something. I was like, all right, whatever, this is fine, I'll deal with it. She was, and I was like, ah, uh, she's going to be so excited to see me. She had no interest in seeing me. Right, well, even when I saw you on the street, it was like, we had a, like, we had a wait because we were across the street from each other. So it got I awkward. It just was like looking at each other from across the street, yeah, waiting yeah. 30 seconds. And then, and then it was like, was that worth it? You yeah, it was I mean? so funny because the it was worth it, but it could have been a waste of time. That's okay; it wasn't worth it. You could, <laughs> you could you could stick with your original choice. I think that it was like I was waiting for you to cross the street. It felt like it took forever. Yeah, it's a long light. Well, also I was going over. Uh, I was going somewhere two blocks away, yeah. and I ran into one other person on the way to that place. Well, so. that's the annoying thing about living in this neighborhood. Yeah, is just that you better be the kind of person who likes to see people. Well, now I also, as I know, you have a dog. You were with your dog. Yeah, we, we just got a dog. Oh, congratulations! I don't see it. He's in the. He's he's, he's crating. Want, he, well, not right the second, but we are crating him. Yeah. Um, but I didn't want him to get in the way of the podcast. Is but, it a puppy? Uh, He's like six or seven months old. Wow. I'll show you after. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, and uh, But now I have to stop like every minute or two when I'm walking the dog because there's so many dogs too because LA is a good place for dogs. So now I'm like have to make small talk with like Randos. people of like every different type of person and like like I'm there's this woman who's probably in her 50s or 60s that I've run into two days in a row and now I'm just like... Have to talk to her every day. I let me let me uh, let me shine a light on this. Yesterday, I was walking my dog. We bumped into another dog that looks similar to my dog. Okay. I have a doodle, like a labradoodle. Right. So if I bump into any doodles, it's like, oh, we got to chat time. doodles. It's time to chat doodles. Tell each other that we both have allergies, <laughs> and that's why we have doodles. <laughs> like right. it's, it's the same combo. But this woman one upped it, which she gave my dog some like Reiki healing. What? Yeah, we were just talking about how he has like a lot of energy, and she was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Because LA is full of fucking crazy people. Uh, can I curse on this? You, you can fucking say whatever the <laughs> shit you want. It's full, like LA. You bump into people, you think you're having, a, you know, like a regular right. conversation, then they just do something. They say one thing, and you're like, "Oh, well, I'm dealing with a crazy Californian." 
And so she was like, I was like, hey, he, we got him trained, and but I don't know, it didn't really take. He's still like a maniac and doesn't right. listen. And she's like, yeah, yeah, you know, you got to take him to this uh, training place. Plus, I'm going to put some green energy Whoa. into your dog right now. And she put her hands like one under my dog's, like close to his, kind of his dick. And I <laughs> was like, you feel that? He's feeling that, like. That's in that so like cute bizarre. dog voice, just being like he's feeling that. He's, Aww, he's, he's like, what's that energy? energy. <laughs> like, I ran into some like dog Jedi or some shit. Is he, how's your dog doing now? He's exactly the same. It didn't, I don't <laughs> think the green energy he, took. He's shitting gr- out green. <laughs> yeah. I ran into this woman, a Sikh woman with a beard. Um, a Sikh woman with a beard. With a beard, and she said, um, "And a turban." Yes, and she said that this dog reminded her, my dog reminded her of a dog that she had 23 years ago who still hasn't found his new body, who's dead. And um, and she said that we have to feed my dog salted butter. And I was like, what are you talking, like in my, and I had to, I talked to her for like five minutes oh. and she was saying salted butter. So when I came back, I was just like mentioned to Meryl. I was like, is salted butter a thing? And then Meryl Googled butter and it was like all the go- all the Googles were like, oh no, I fed my dog butter. What do I do? <laughs> it's, it's like not a thing. Everyone but is just crazy. Every here. but that's like I can't imagine being a pregnant woman because that's like ten times worse because you're like people I know in New York City like pregnant friends that right. would just have to deal with people giving advice, unsolicited advice. Like with the dog, it's like whatever, who cares? But yeah, yeah, yeah. With your own body, that's fucking weird. That is definitely. That's I why I thought I'm about per- that. I'm always trying to tap into the plight of the yeah. modern pregnant woman. Yeah, I'm. That's why I've decided personally for me <laughs> never to get pregnant. Yeah, that's. Uh, it's gonna be I tough, w- though. But I will watch. The you movie. will. You're gonna regret it. In I'm gonna future, regret it. But I will watch Junior once a month. Junior, what a great concept for a movie. What a great movie. Pregnant Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. I got to rewatch that. I have, and it's totally worth is, rewatching. Is it's, it terrible? It's way too long. It's like, but it's good. It's not good. It's got good <laughs> moments. Um, all right. So that was our hello portion of the podcast. I'm it was glad great. We did it. Um, I'm very excited for what you want to watch. Why don't you just say what it is? Okay, so I came over here with a few options. Yeah. And we don't need to get into all the options, but I'm a big professional wrestling fan you have a wrestling podcast i do have a wrestling and i believe po- am i allowed to say that for your bachelor party you went to a wrestling event how dare you bring that up without my permission <laughs> yes no that's that's of course that's very much on the table i went to uh dallas texas for wrestlemania 32 for my bachelor party had you ever been to wrestlemania before? yeah i went the year before i have a pact with two of my best friends that we go every single year oh wow awesome. uh, and it's that's it's, a great I, way to see friends and hang out yeah we live in three different cities and we go, and uh, we we were supposed to go for WrestleMania 30, uh, and we didn't. Like, we had tickets, and then it was just like, I had something to do. My other friend was like, oh, I don't know if I can make it. We didn't go, and it was like known as one of the best WrestleManias oh, of man. all time. So then next year we went, and then this year we went, and like, now we're like, we're not missing them. Wow, you know? that's awesome. But, yeah, it was great, and I just got married. Um, bachelor party. So, yeah, so that was my bachelor party, and I'm just coming right off my wedding, and so I was like, okay, let's watch something wrestling related. Right. And I had a few other options for you, but I didn't want to. I was like, 
when I force people to watch wrestling, and I've done it on my podcast, I brought Will Hines on my podcast and forced him to watch Monday Night Raw with me. I would love to watch Will Hines watch wrestling. <laughs> yeah, and it was really funny to see how, because he made the, he's made comments about how he's like, I don't understand why I don't like it. Everything, all the elements there right. should should uh, should work for me. Uh, I feel bad. I feel bad like forcing you to watch wrestling because it's not. I I think it is for everyone. I think if you don't <laughs> like wrestling, it's your fault. But uh, but but it is this thing where people loathe it so hard. Especially my wife, she hates wrestling so much. That's really funny. I took her to a show at the Forum because uh, one of my friends is a pro wrestler. Gave me free tickets. We're sitting third row. Wow. You know, watching wrestling. And she's just like, can we leave? She like hated it. <laughs> That's amazing. Hated it. So anyway, then I came over and you were like, no, let's watch wrestling. Let's do it. So then I was like, okay, what episode to pick? Because now we have WB Network. Uh, I have access to it. Which is access to pretty much every wrestling episode ever related to WWF, WWE. Almost. It's not like totally updated yet, but they just put the whole Attitude Era on, which is like 98. 97 through like 2000 I don't know two I don't know exactly when it stops but when everyone in the world was watching wrestling right. the- I watched wrestling I was in middle school yeah. I remember watching I mean Juventud Guerrera that might have been WCW no no, no yeah <laughs> yeah he's it was WCW but uh but I can throw out names that's most of what I can do is like throw out yeah. a name here and there uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin Stone Cold Steve Austin yeah uh 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 yeah, Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah, WCW there probably. WCW, yeah, but he he had he WB. He was in the Royal Rumble this year. Wow, he yeah. must be like sixty. <laughs> he is. Old. He's actually like a, pushing his yoga. He has a big yoga program. Wow. DDP yoga. DDP. Yeah, yeah he wow. came in as like as like a, he's retired. Right. He came in as like a legend entry. They do that always like for fun in wrestling. But so the, so should we get into the episode? Sure. That yeah. I chose? Uh, so. This episode, I was like, okay, I just got married. Which episode should I choose? Because Raw is every single week, you know. And that's a lot of t- a lot of television. It's the longest running. I think it's the longest. I don't know. I don't know the exact stat, but it's like the longest running cable television show by far. Wow, over La Femme Nikita. Yeah, over La Femme Nikita used to come on after Raw and like yeah, every prepubescent <laughs> yeah. boy was trying to yerk to it uh, and succeeding in my, in my case. But uh, <laughs> so I was like, which episode should I choose? And I was like, I just got married. Boom. Let's choose the Stephanie McMahon <laughs> test marriage episode of raw a classic episode so of the, raw so the right raw 340 the raw 340 this is air date november 29th 1999 it says stephanie mcmahon and test who i guess i don't remember test but test is dead <laughs> <laughs> test is a wrestler who i mean i'm, I'm laughing about that but uh, really upsetting <laughs> it's just funny like How did he die? i know in that in this still he looks so he looks lively so vibrant. Right? yeah he looks so, well i think steroids killed him he was uh, uh, he he left wrestling for a while and then came back very jacked up, ugh. unnaturally jacked up. That's you look so, great though. In my mind, worth it. You know what I mean? So, if you can get two years of looking incredible, two years and then die, <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it. it so it says Stephanie McMahon and Test yeah. plan to tie the knot. Not the knot. The what, what is this? Yeah. Plan to tie the knot, but Triple H has other plans. The Rock, Kane, and Mankind face Degeneration X. So yeah. That, like, I'm so excited for this. <laughs> How do you feel? I feel, well, let's be clear here. The duration of this episode is an hour and 42 minutes. Yeah, yeah, I'm I got willing, all day. I'm willing to watch 
40 minutes of it. That's generous of you. I'm willing to watch that. I mean, not not because it's bad, just because this is a day of my life. You know, like we. You earned it. I I, I earned <laughs> not watching right, yeah, all yeah. the whole whole episode. Well, I will say this: in the wrestling world, it's very common to fast forward through Raws. Wow, there's so much Raws. There's so much content in wrestling right, right, that right. it's like, it, you know, it's like a baseball game. You know. Now, so now let's just be uh, to somebody who doesn't know any wrestling. Stephanie McMahon is the daughter of Vince McMahon. Yes, sir. And Vince McMahon is the owner, chairman of the board, chairman of the board. He runs the wrestling, but he also wrestles sometimes. Right. Yeah. In this time, he did wrestle a little bit. Right. Uh, and he was like sort of an announcer. And or he, he was be- the announcer for a long time, you know, and then he became the character Vince McMahon. After, He'd sort of rule with an iron fist. Yeah, he did something that's known as the Montreal Screwjob, which is something I was also thinking about oh, watching. Oh, is that about the Beyond the Mat? What happened with, uh, what's his With Bret Hart. Bret Hart. But it's not in Beyond the Mat. Oh, the, they probably covered it in that. I haven't watched no, Beyond there's the Mat a, in a while. Isn't there... But there's a documentary, Wrestling with Shadows. Yes, that's a great documentary. Yeah, which is, I think, on Hulu. You can watch it. Yeah. I watched it. The other day Those it came on. Those are both on... document, great. That and Beyond the Mat are definitely worth watching. Yeah, they're, they're great. And uh, that's when he, like, he did something in real life that was... That, that uh, you know, where he screwed over Bret Hart. Bret Hart, like, right. wanted to win this match. It was, like, his last match in WWE. He's like, let me just win that match, and I'll go out with the belt. And Vince is like, yeah, 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 yeah no problem. And then he set, arranged it that they were going to pretend that he submitted and, like, ring the bell right. so that he wouldn't leave with the belt. And right. then, <laughs> and then uh, Bret, like beat him up and spit on him and, oh, yeah. and it was like oh Vince McMahon is like a real slime ball businessman and, and then he be- just became that character on the show and he's been that character he's still that character so he wasn't today. the slime ball character before the spit job no <laughs> I don't know spit job before the spit the screw job the, <laughs> the screw. spit job <laughs> This he wasn't the, the Montreal spit job, <laughs> the Montreal hand job. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Wait, he wasn't a, he wasn't a bad guy until then. Then he like leaned into it. Yeah, he wasn't really. He Whoa. wasn't. I don't know the exact. Uh, you know, he might have been on camera. He was on camera, but he was not the character. Okay, Mr. Wow. McMahon. So we're watching this. This is from November 29th, nineteen ninety nine. Why don't you give me a quick. Um, set the table. Set the set, stage. Well, I also want to know. Let Let's see what. Where was Dan Black, November 29, ninety nine? What oh, kind of type? Wow. Of, who were you? Well, two years removed from my bar mitzvah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, same here. Wait. So, what are you? How so old I guess are you? I'm, so I'm fifteen here. How old are you now? Thirty two. Okay, we're the same age. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we're probably which is some... a fun fact. We're always the same age as WrestleMania. So you'll <laughs> no matter what. Here's the interesting thing about so our you ever lives. forget your age. <laughs> no matter what, you can always just look at. Yeah. That's how when we have Alzheimer's, you just <laughs> look up Google WrestleMania, and when people ask you how old you are, and you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. It's a good. It's a way. To, that's a. That's like my how I remember something. Like that's my acronym, or like my. What's the word I'm looking for? Anyway, um, forget it. I know. You're uh, it, we're talking about wrestling. It makes me instantly dumber. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. Uh, so I guess 99, I'm in ninth grade. Ninth grade. Yeah, we're in ninth grade. Ninth grade. I mean, at this point in my life, I'm very into uh, girls <laughs> and okay. wrestling. Which is the uh, the two so opposite are you things. Successful with girls, or you're just into the idea, like Jenny McCarthy. Oh, I mean, I was always into Jenny McCarthy, <laughs> but I mean, I hate uh, her now because she won't. Uh, 
She won't. Uh, she's very she, because she's her, her views on autism. Yeah, she's an I know. Autistic exactly. child. Yeah, I know. She thinks. And my vaccine. mom works in autism, and my mom hates her. Oh yeah, as she should. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jenny McCarthy is a terrible person. Yeah, she really is a terrible person. <laughs> and um, I, I'm trying to think. This is a so a few things I'm into. I, you know, thinking about this. Not much of my life has changed since this time. <laughs> 99, I was watching, that was episode one came out of Star Wars. I was very excited right. about that. Okay, yeah. And then Force Awakens came out. I was equally as excited <laughs> for it's that. It's just like life is a cycle. Of the same shit. The same shit. And, and they're pumping out shit just for you. Yeah. As a white male in our society, you're just, we're just like, they're just giving us everything we want. Yeah. I, they, yeah, we, we just like the same stuff. It's wild. We don't evolve, but I, w- w- successful women. I, I at this time already had already I had k- definitely k- I'd kissed my first girl. Whoa! Definitely. Wow! In ninety nine. Wow! So, in, yeah, cause the, so you were a stud. I just. To, yeah, I did okay. Oh wow, I did okay. I mean, I wasn't. I don't think I was a stud. Like the first time I ever Frenched a girl, uh-huh. like because I think this is there's a big difference between a French. Actually, and a pack. in this podcast, you can curse, but you can't say French. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, tongue kissed. I my first tongue kiss. Oh come on, let me say French. It's, <laughs> tongue kiss is too much. But as was uh, the summer going into ninth grade. Wow. Yeah. So is that like a camp thing or? A camp. Yeah, summer nice. camp. Nice. But the first girl I ever tongue kissed, I also got to <laughs> sloppy don't... second with. <laughs> so it was a <laughs> Can I say sloppy second? Sure. You know what? Sloppy second is not a great way to describe something. It doesn't feel comfortable for me <laughs> or for you, really... especially two guys on your couch alone. It's really gross. <laughs> it's like. But the alternative middle, is worse. It's such a middle school thing to say. It's like. Well, we're going back, right? I know. It's disgusting. All right. So we've set your table. And then what should I know? Go, what should we know going into Raw 340? Um, oh, is there here's something you should know is test. Besides for him dying. Test. Yeah, he's dead. He's very much alive in this. Uh, this Stephanie McMahon is set to marry Test, and they're doing it live on Monday Night Raw. And this is their wedding. That's such a weird thing. Can you imagine for Stephanie McMahon in real life, like, it's she's doing it for the show unless she really is in love with Test? What do you think? Was she in... Well, um, I don't want to say too much. I feel like wow. you should watch it because they're... So what I'll say is that, yes, a lot of this is kayfabe. Kayfabe, kayfabe meaning wrestling storyline. Cave, what is kayfabe ca- is the expression for like it's in character, but like what is it's a fake. Word, like is, essentially, like these two are not really marrying. How each do you other. spell kayfabe? It's K A Y F A B E. I've it's never a wrestling heard. term. It's a it's a word or it stands for something. I don't know. I actually don't know. I was speaking about this recently and meant to look it up, but it's just the term. It's just like a. It means term. in the world of wrestling. Yeah, kayfabe meaning like. This is not an actual wedding. Right. Sure. This is a storyline sure. wedding. It's sure. kayfabe wedding. But sometimes it, it's not kayfabe. Like the Montreal Screwjob was not kayfabe. Right. Okay. Right? That was a shoot. <laughs> so anyway, let's not get into that part of, of all this. But uh, uh, yeah, so yeah, so th- 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 this, is that, 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 this is that wedding. All right. And uh, something that happens in this episode is... We might laugh at it, but it's not. It's not. It's not funny. Okay. It's con- very controversial. We'll get to it. But at the time when this happened, didn't even cross my mind that this was fucked up. Okay. 
I'm excited. You'll see what I'm, we I'm get. I'm very to. interested. So we're gonna watch episode three forty of uh, Raw, and uh, let's do it. I love it. Raw episode three forty. Let's do it. <laughs> and for all you people around the world that have tuned in to see that very wedding, I have bad news for you. I hate to disappoint, but there will be no wedding here tonight. Uh oh, Jr. What do you mean by that? Of course, there's gonna be a wedding tonight. I repeat, there will be no wedding here tonight. Wow, what does he mean by that? That's People have been flown in from all over the country to come to this wedding to be this wedding. I've never seen any more emphatic, but uh-oh. No chance. Seconds. There's, there's the father of the bride. This man about to give away his only daughter tonight in her wedding with Tess. What a bunch of tough guys. DX, you need protection from me just because I use my rent-a-car as a bulldozer? You need protection from me? You damned right you do. All right, we just finished Raw is Woo! War. Uh, episode 340. Episode 340. Yeah. And they really took that long to get to the sort of the, I assume, one of the worst moments in TV history. <laughs> that was. Well, that's so, your interpretation of it? Yeah. The, let's. Um, that, first of all, they had a lot of story in that. Um, a lot. A lot going on. There's a on. lot more story in. I, in in that episode than any Raw that in recent history that I remember. What is it like now? Because in this one, I mean, there was a lot There was a lot going on, uh, and you were saying now they don't do that much. No, they do. I mean, Stephanie, who you saw her, her, she's her wedding. Engaged, she's engaged to test. She's engaged to test. They're set to be married, married in at, the Staples in Center. In the Staples Center in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we have an unfortunate run-in where Triple H... Well, Dead set. Oh, you want to? You want let, to? Let's wait to get to the the reveal. The reveal. Yeah. All right. So, what would you like me to say? I was wait, just wait, gonna wait. say. Nowadays, what is it like? I mean, do they have oh. like? Well, Stephanie runs Raw. Uh, uh, well, I mean, there's a fact that I want to say, but I don't want to reveal okay. it to you until we get to. Okay. The okay. Th- okay. So the let's think about it. But Stephanie runs. She runs the company basically now in with Shane life, not, and, and not KFab. Not kayfabe, kayfabe, and in real life, okay. you know. But also, so does Vince. Vince still runs. He's still the boss of rest of Raw. You know, he's seventy years I've old. I've heard he's in real life uh, an asshole. Yeah, like, he's known for being like an asshole. He's all known for not being funny, he, like having a really like childish sense of humor. He's also known for thinking something like that is just good. This so this basically before we get but he's to a the genius full, in a lot of ways a genius I mean he made created an empire yeah so of course but like in this era of raw is war it is super sexist it's super it's really immature more like, than I remember like it's really like sophomoric and like like super insulting and you know why teenagers and like middle schoolers are so into it because it's all about like all the women's are just like it's like like they showed from the week before a gravy fight where it was just like more or less topless women just women in bras yeah it was fighting. Jacqueline and Ivory in a gravy match where I, I believe it ended in one of them getting mushrooms one of them got in their throat. Cho- was choking on a mushroom and a 
uh, EMT was there who had <laughs> like triple D breasts. Named Barbara Bush. <laughs> and her name was Barbara Bush. <laughs> and she got, she, for some reason, the other woman who choked her with a mushroom was not happy with the EMT, ripped off her shirt and started fighting her. And then the <laughs> she EMT, ended up in the gravy as well. And she ended up in the gravy. And now Barbara Bush became a wrestler because yeah. of that. And that was just like a minor storyline. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was very fast forwardable uh, offense. At the same time, China is the intercontinental champion, right? So we which saw. Think of a female intercontinental champion nowadays is would be unheard of. Now China, R.I.P. She recently passed away. Yeah, like two weeks ago. Of do we know? What? I mean, she had a lot of problems. She had so issues. my guess is that Drug, like she also was you know she was, uh, clearly was uh, on some kind of hormones and stuff yeah. at that time, and also was a had like you know drug issues yeah she was on i think one of those sober she was in like shows. yeah those like yeah she was a hot like vh1 mess you yeah, know what i mean those shows were so brutal um yeah celebrity not our finest era hours yeah. in humanity um and but she was on this episode calling out um uh, uh what was his name jericho yeah she was feuding with jericho who's one of the biggest r- names in wrestling of all time and still wrestles today. Uh, he's got to be got to be winding do think, down. Now, why but, do you think she she in this one? You said she's the intercontinental champ, and obviously you have to be pres- really good to get to it's that. It's a prestigious point. male belt. But uh, they they create the storylines, like they decide who can be the who wins what matches. Correct. Yes, but at the same time, it has to make sense, right? right like, so, like, it has to be believable. So she's been the, she's the only female wrestler that like has been. Like, is that believable and charismatic yeah. to get to that point? Yeah. I mean, female wrestling is evolving in its whole other way now, where, like, now they have the... They literally, at WrestleMania, changed the belt. was called the Divas belt, uh, the oh, Divas championship belt. And it was, like, the female wrestlers were, like, called Divas, and it was, like, really degrading in that way. Right. And now there's a big contingency of, like, female wrestlers who's just... Um, they're just amazing wrestlers, flat out. Like, they sometimes have match of the night. It's like... You know, and so they changed it to the women's championship title. Changed it back. It was originally, and so now, and it's the, it's it looks exactly like the men's belt. It's just white, and then now like the The divas belt had jewels on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like a butterfly. It literally was like a butterfly. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of like Mariah Carey being like into butterflies and being like the diva, like it literally was. Because wrestling is always like a product of pop culture. Right, right, right. You know, it's always like heavily influenced. And just uh, a reflection of pop culture. So now it's like, yeah, and there's a lot of amazing female wrestlers. Like Ric Flair's daughter is the champion, Charlotte Flair, and she is amazing. She's just a great wrestler. So we have progress. Big time progress. But so let's go into the sort of the main storyline, which is the opposite of progress. (laughs) It literally is the opposite of progress. So in this episode, um, Test is getting married to... We know at the end of the episode, Test is going to get married to... Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie McMahon. Live at the Staples Center. Live at the Staples Center. She's the daughter of Vince McMahon, who runs uh, WWF. Yeah, this time she's just Stephanie McMahon. She's just Vince's daughter. Just Vince's daughter. And uh, to back up a little bit, there's a group called D-Generation X. So why don't you... Helmed by Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Triple H. Triple H, a.k.a. The Game. The game, uh, the cerebral assassin. He has a million nicknames. It's amazing that you know all this. Stuff. <laughs> the, the game, cerebral assassin, 
King of Kings. <laughs> um, so D Generation X is sort of like the most immature. They're like they have shirts that say "Suck It," yeah, which you own. <laughs> yeah, the jersey that X Pac was wearing, I own. X Pac, I wore it at WrestleMania. Oh, they're sort of wearing this like year. Bat- <laughs> As a grown man, yeah, it has my. It has like you know what you went to summer camp, right? You're yeah, a Jew. sure. So it has like my name tag sewed, oh, sewn into, into it. The collar, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like if it went in the like group laundry bag, like I would get it back. That's hilarious. I don't know how that wasn't swiped, dude. You know somebody doing the laundry loved fucking degeneration. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So degeneration X, they come out to like rage against the machine like music. Yeah, it's a like sound like to rage. I, I, we always thought that it was Rage singing it. No, it's totally not. Rage yeah, yeah, no, it's not. There's no way Rage. But it's 100 percent what they're copying, right? And um, and they're sort of like the anarchists of wrestling, yeah. right? Yeah, they're like a stain. They're like the cancer of what wrestling is supposed to be. But it's funny because they're so like from rewatching at the time, I was like, these guys are like badasses. But then you watch all of wrestling, the whole thing, they're all degenerates. Right. <laughs> they're all just like a whole lot at this point. They're all But they're not all wearing like the D Generation X's were wearing football jerseys, bucket caps. One of them's name was Mr. Ass. <laughs> 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 like it's just obnoxious. It's yeah, it's obnoxious. <laughs> and just to give you, because you were asking me what Raw is like now, uh, just Raw is rated PG now. Okay, so this Raw is, is we're in the PG era of wrestling. Like John Cena is the face of wrestling, and he's like he's done the most uh, make a wishes of any celebrity ever by far. He's done like over five hundred. You know what I mean? We, it's way more. I uh, guess there's more money in PG than in... yeah. That's all the only reason. That's so crazy because this is like so so also to combat against like ufc which is kind of oh right which is ultimate fighting which is just bloody and right but they don't have storylines in ufc i mean they they try their best though right um so in this one triple h is like triple h um has a feud with vince mcmahon the father of the bride um, do we know where that started? Do we know? Well, we from watching this, we don't know. But we, but, but we but do we, know. We, we do know that in the previous episode in Raw uh, three thirty nine. I love that they're numbered. <laughs> they showed a clip of Vince driving his like Lincoln or like his Cadillac into the DX limo. DX G Generation X. DX, yeah, as 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 hard as fast as he could, and he was literally like backing up and smashing it. And you could see he's driving. He's driving a car into a limo, and then he takes out a baseball bat and starts <laughs> smashes smashing every it. window. He doesn't go after any of them. He's more concerned with beating up the limo than any of the guys. And so uh, Triple H and DX now have a top a uh, <laughs> temporary. Temporary order of protection where where Vince McMahon can't come within 50 feet, <laughs> which is like, I don't know much, but I usually it's like 500 feet. Yeah, or 500 feet. yeah I think 50, 50 feet is you really close. pretty close. You're, you're allowed to be you can be invisible sight of somebody's house. Yeah, exactly. that's totally fine. You can be uh, like just outside of somebody's lawn. You could be at their wedding. Like you could be. Lit, I've well, been fifty feet back at people's weddings. Yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. That well, that comes into play. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the DX is like, Triple H is like, the wedding's happening tonight, but there's not going to be a wedding. Yeah, he comes out. He cuts a promo. 
at the top. Explain cutting a promo. Cutting a promo means when you get in, a, when you just speak to the crowd in wrestling. So you can either do it in ring on the microphone, or you can cut it backstage through the Titan Tron. Right. Uh, it's just basically proclaiming your anger and your agenda. Cutting a promo sounds so cool. Yeah, it is so cool. Wrestling is so cool. I love that. I gotta tell you, I loved all that. It was it was pretty great. I mean, it is hilarious and like yeah. kudos to the writers and whatever coming up with the storylines because they're fucking insane although this one is it gets disgusting yeah i mean at current wrestling wrestling right i was watching this and i was like wow this is so much more entertaining than what's happening in current wrestling current wrestling is a little bit more about the wrestling which i i don't mind i like i love in-ring wrestling but there was a fluid storyline <laughs> throughout this even though it's hokey and it's like Cheating out the camera was still like I could use more of that, but we shouldn't get too much of that because you don't watch current wrestling. No, and I never will. So, um, so, <laughs> well, so, so agree to we, disagree. We know that the weddings supposedly Triple H says the wedding's not going to happen. Then we show we see um, video of Stephanie McMahon's um, bachelorette party. bachelorette party where she's surrounded. La- by it was the night the pr- night before the previous it was night, a Sunday night bachelorette party at like a like a hotel suites like a embassy suites hotel in Las Vegas. Yeah, with her, a couple elderly female wrestlers, <laughs> yeah. and fabulous like, moolah and Mae Young. They're like legend female wrestlers from the sixties or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then like why she would be friends with them makes no sense. <laughs> no, and they're sitting right next to right her. next to her. They're all drinking beer. <laughs> and they're drinking wine and um and then uh, like a bunch of stephanie's supposed like real friends yeah it felt like they might be her real friends and she Maybe. was like i got my friends you know but i don't know i'm, I'm curious because it's like just a bunch of random women so weird and for the bachelor party they're they're playing truth or dare and one of them <laughs> the truth is did you have sex with test <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. have you had sex with your fiance that's the truth <laughs> or dare during their bachelor party and she's like oh a girl never tells a, a girl a girl never kisses and tells yeah, yeah. and then another one of the bachelorette says all right to save to save stephanie from this i just want to toast to Hopefully this a smooth wedding where nothing could possibly go wrong. Like <laughs> Yeah, you turned to me and you're like, look at that foreshadowing. It's just so absurd. It's so hokey. But still a good good job laying some story. Yeah. And then we fast forwarded through a lot because there was literally an hour and forty two minutes of it. Yeah, there was <laughs> the 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 APA and the Dudley Boys that had like a continuous poker game. There was just that we just three kept people being like, we don't have time for this poker game where they were talking about having sex, right? Wasn't, <laughs> yeah, oh, having sex with somebody's mom. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Think that was, like we listened to <laughs> I'm literally, just like, laughing. <laughs> literally ten seconds of the conversation, and it was about like, yeah, I've had sex with your mom or something like that. A hundred percent, they're smoking cigars just backstage. And as a teenager, you're like, hey, yeah, and yeah, you still are like that. Yeah, hundred um, percent. For wrestling, yeah, I just I can really go, I can really like you know regress instantly. Um, and uh, so continuing with the storyline, um, what's the next part? I think we may have accidentally well, yeah, skipped. That also, so they also as a wedding present, Vince McMahon came out. Oh yeah, out Vince. Oh, this is right. This is and true. offered, he said that as a wedding present to his future son-in-law, Test, the near future son-in-law, he said that. Test asked for he could have had anything in the world. That's anything. what he said. Anything in the world from his billionaire father-in-law. 
The only thing he asked for was a match against Triple H tonight on his wedding night. On his wedding a night. A one-on-one match. Tess has a one-on-one re- wrestling match on his wedding night, which which later on keeps him very sweaty throughout the ceremony. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely like still sweating. He, he had no time to cool down for his <laughs> wedding. So he's still like bright red and sweating going into his wedding, which makes it look like he's nervous for his wedding, but he's really just cooling down. He's just cooling down. Yeah. His body is just bringing him down from that intense rash. So during that match, because of the T.O.P., the Temporary Order of Protection, <laughs> Vince McMahon, who would have wanted to... Been the guest referee. the guest referee, isn't. But instead, it's a, some, a referee with a Vince McMahon mask on. Right. Which we assume is Vince McMahon. Is Vince. It definitely was Vince. Like, that's how he got around the T.O.P. Right. Which And one of the things that um, I didn't quite get about that is he had the mask on, but he also had black gloves on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess because Vince has famous hands. He has famous liver spots. Ugh. Um, And and test. And he's not going for pins. Like, he's very clearly favoring Tess throughout the match. The referee with the Vince McMahon mask is cheating and not letting Triple H win. And then... Everyone wants to cheat to win on their wedding night. And then what's Vince McMahon's son's name? Shane. Shane McMahon comes out with a metal chair and bashes (laughs) Triple H in the head to help his future brother-in-law, Tess. Wins with a big elbow off the top rope. And, And then... He wins his wedding night match. Yeah, by, right. by cheating, but he wins. Yeah, which is a gr- that sets up for a nice what a ceremony. That's yeah, exactly. It's like you'd like to go into your wedding ceremony knowing that I've just defeated someone. As an alpha, you want to le- co- go into your wedding being an as alpha. a winner. You want to go in a winner. Yeah. Did yeah. you listen to any pump up music before? You said that you wanted to go into your wedding. <laughs> I wanted to come down to the aisle to Stone Cold Steve Austin music. What's his music? It just glass breaks, and then it just goes... (laughs) It just, you know, like all wrestling music is just generic alt-rock. Right, exactly. Yeah. Man, I would have loved if he had done that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was hoping Jamie would say no, which she did. Right. Because I didn't really want to do it, but if I had permission, I would 100% feel obliged to do it. And then your parents would have just been like looking down at their feet while you were walking. Yeah, yeah. They would have been, well, they did that anyway, but (laughs) they're just super disappointed. (laughs) Um, So, and then we think we might have fast forwarded through one storyline part where Stephanie and the gals get shots. Right? Do we? Yeah, I think that was in there. Yeah, from my memory, there's like a a bunch of shots come around, and they take a bunch of shots, and they're like, "Somebody sent up some shots for you guys to celebrate." So, cut to the wedding, which is outrageous because um, it's it's regular like (laughs) like. Like civilian women walking down. It's like, here's Jennifer McGrady. And they were and, announcing it. And Edge. Yeah, <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> like, here's like Tilly Swammin and Drambo. It was like, here's Lisa Smith with D'Lo Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, and all the rest are like Jeff Hardy still came down the ring in a tuxedo, but with a little choker on. Yeah, they're all still re- like buff steroided out. <laughs> yeah, they're wrestlers. still. Yeah, but it was really weird because, uh, yeah, Test Groomsmen were his father in law. <laughs> right. His future brother in law, and Gerald Briscoe and Pat Patterson, which were like, like elderly wrestlers. Like 70 and 80 year old wrestlers. Hey, man. Hey, if you got a crew, you got a crew. 
Yeah, I love it. Respect the crew. But Stephanie had friends. All her friends were outside of wrestling except for Fabulous Moolah and Mae Young. But yeah, so That's whatever. so weird. It's ridiculous. But they made the Stable Center look like a real wedding. I don't know. What, <laughs> I don't, I don't no, know I, what I'm saying is that like they did. They, they set up a lot of flowers. They had they had they had flowers. They had the yeah. The ring was tricked out for a wedding. Yeah, and they had a priest, and he's the priest said some stuff, and then two awful singers sang a full <laughs> song. Like it sounded like a back like a Backstreet Boys song, but with like awful harmonies, yeah. and they were just like. It was just gross. And they just kept on showing shots of Stephanie just beaming, just really smile. Like everyone in the family. Really impressive acting in just that she would smile. She was smiling for like the, 20 minutes. The McMahons are special people. They're really the best wrestling actors ever. They're I amazing. Mean, that's an impressive family to stay together to every one of them is actually a part of wrestling, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shane left for a while and he just came back and now they're all actively involved. I mean, Linda's not there that much. She runs for like Congress all the time and loses. Really? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. mom. His wife, yeah. The Vince's matron, wife. The matron of mom. Yeah, the, she was the matron of honor. They would have their, their, their mom be their maid of honor. I've never heard that. I don't know. Whatever. But uh, <laughs> they kept doing like all those like tweet shots. At, tweet at us if you have the answer to that. If you know anybody who had their mom is the maid of honor. Definitely. Tweet at Dan Black. What's yeah, your, at, D, at D Black Attack. D Black Attack and at Craig Rowan. Just let us know if you know of a mom that was a maid of honor. Yeah, we'll get them on the podcast. Yeah, they'll be on the next episode. We'll see which ro- number of Raw they want to watch. There are obviously thousands of episodes to choose from. <laughs> so um, the wedding's but going they kept on. Doing, the one thing I wanted to point out that I thought was awesome is like I feel like they set up, they tricked out the ring, like you said, to be like, uh, you know, look like a wedding. And then they did some shots. They did some like staring shots of like Vince, like he's like teary eyed. He really was like, he, his eyes were really like, welling gl- up. yeah, 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 welling up. But in the background, you'd see a sign from the crowd. There's so many signs. There's so many signs. And the signs were like, test, don't do it. Or like there's one sign that just said Poontang the entire yeah. time. <laughs> like, or just like Jeff is gay. Like they just had yeah. like all these, but there's one, yeah, right behind his head that said, don't do it, Tess. Yeah. Or, don't do it, Steph. It was like whatever. so funny. You had like all these like hecklers at this wedding. So weird. And um, so they're about to get married after this awful song, and then Triple H comes out, and he's like... Well, they ask if anyone has any objections. Yes, that's true. They do the classic. Classic, and you know somebody's going to have an objection. And then you hear Triple H's old entrance music. The, uh, one, two, is this song? Anyway, I love that song. It's one of my favorite. Then he switched to Motorhead music because he became very good friends with Lemmy. Oh, really? Yeah. He spoke at his funeral. Lemmy Triple spoke, H did. Spoke. Triple H spoke at Lemmy's funeral oh, like wow. two months ago when he died or whatever. Oh, wow. Yeah, they were very close. So all his music was Motorhead after that point. But I really liked this song. Now, did you know that he spoke at Lemmy's funeral because you I know I watched Tri- the eulogy. Because you knew Triple H news, not because of Lemmy news. Like you were. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. Are you now? Are you Googling Triple H? When Lemmy you... died, the first thing I was like, oh, this must be tough for Triple H. Wow. And how often are you Googling Triple H or looking up for his news? I mean, I read a lot of wrestling websites and stuff, and I'm all, so you, you know, know what's going on. Yeah, I know what's going on. I'm reading the sheets. Yeah, I'm just the just wondering, just wondering where where it all comes from. Um, so Triple H shows up. Triple H shows up, and he goes. Uh, I don't know if what he really says. He just is like <laughs> he basically says that like you said that uh, no one's allowed to come to this ceremony who's not either immediate family oh, or, right. or, or uh, you know invited or someone who has like a stake in this wedding. 
so essentially and then, and then he basically he bumbles it a little and then, yeah he bumbles <laughs> a lot of his things like he yeah. says like you said the loved ones of the people who can't be here <laughs> yeah. aren't here like a little just, lot for him to process yeah i mean listen it's live it's in front of a lot of people yeah there's a wedding going on so he basically he's, he's wearing like, it like i just point something out that i love that wrestling he's wearing his classic like triple h leather jacket right. but it has a boutonniere on it right yes and it has like such a big lapel on this leather jacket that it just i thought that was pretty badass yeah he's he's badass he looks i mean and also i just love the late 90s style everybody's like baggy <laughs> baggy leather pants it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. not a good look no and chokers and all the women are wearing chaps that show their ass <laughs> um and then he rolls a clip and it's him driving in Vegas, and yeah. the camera is a handheld camera from the back seat of a convertible. It's not just a handheld camera; it's a very handheld camera. It's like it's, a, like, it's like a DV camera that has no like low light setting, so you ba- barely can see anything. They needed like a road mic so bad. Yeah, it was the just, sound was, it was so bad. It was just filmed awfully. <laughs> yeah. Like this is like they spent a lot of like. They have the Staples Center. Like they have a lot of money. They should have done something a little bit. Better. I get why it's like, bo- like why it's like Blair Witching a little bit. Like I get right. that. Like why it's botched because it's like oh, it's supposed to feel real. But making the sound sound bad is not is like we'd all just appreciate some good sound quality for this fake. P.S. I think this is the a little bit after the Blair Witch Project. So you know, really, maybe it was inspired by it. Who knows? Mm. Um, and he's like, so he drives up to, he's like, Vegas is awesome. Look at all these adult stores. Like, he's looking at all these adult movie stores. Yeah, he <laughs> just keeps on, character. He, he keeps on pointing out adult movie stores, which is just like so gross. <laughs> and, then, and then he... He's driving in a Mustang convertible. And then he parks in front of the uh, wedding chapel where Michael Jordan supposedly got married to somebody else, right? <laughs> to Joan some Hill or something. Which must be real, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it probably is real. The little white wedding chapel. The little, little white wedding chapel. And he sees all the packages and he goes, um, like, there's $60, $80, $100. Like, these are too expensive. Let's just do the $40 no frills one. Yeah, there's like uh, there's like all these packages that comes with like I don't know like a massage or like, yeah, like flowers and yeah, video yeah. or and this photos. Little black text that says like for forty bucks you can just get married. Ceremony, just ceremony. ceremony. And it's a drive-through, so they drive in, and he goes to the door. He honks. He's like, "Get out of here already!" And then you're wondering the whole time what's going on, what's going on, and then they reveal Stephanie McMahon passed out in the passenger seat. Yeah, she was drugged. She was drugged, passed out in the passenger seat. And it's just really, you're like, no. Why? Why, Why did they do yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, it's like, it, it, I remember there's a moment where in, we all were like, oh, that's awesome when we were younger. Because it's just like storyline wise. I mean, story you see the time. The, 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 the time is set, right? Like you The storyline stay- is like, oh, sticking it to Vince McMahon. But he's basically <laughs> using his daughter as a human dumb like drugging his daughter yeah his boss's daughter and putting her in his car and driving to a wedding chapel yeah and then he comically throws her voice like his voice is like i do like they go through the wedding the wedding vows and uh 
And it's like yeah, he's speaking for her, and oh. no one's questioning this at all. They do recognize him, though. They do like justify that by being like they're they're a little bit like Hollywooded out by trip. They're starstruck. Oh yeah, the the old woman who's like sixty, like she's in her seventies, is like you're Triple H, aren't you? Yeah, like well, yeah, yeah. He's like yeah, 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 yeah. I'm Triple H. Like uh, let's get on with this thing already. Make it real romantic. Oh, and then and then he forces his the, the sleeping drugged out Stephanie McMahon to marry him. And then we and we cut back to, <laughs> and then he drives off. And he drives off like the guy who works at the hotel who's filming it puts on like just married stuff. Oh God, yeah, puts on just married stuff. He's like totally aiding and abetting a uh, a like a this is basically like a hostage situation more or less. Yep. Um and and. Uh, we cut back to the stadium, and obviously Stephanie McMahon is crying. She's yeah. like, "I'm so sorry." She's apologizing, by the way, to hundred percent. And he's like, "Oh, I test, don't know, man." Like, test you- is like, "No, I know it's not your fault, but like, <laughs> but like, this, it's still this, gross. Uh, <laughs> this is gross." And Vince McMahon's like, "No, no, you didn't. No, you didn't." And then I'll let you. Triple H comes back out, and I I turn to you during this moment. As, in, and was like, yeah, you know, I mean, he drugged her. It's really fucked up, but like, there's no sex stuff or anything. So, like, that makes it fine. And then I'm like, all right, well, it's over. Triple H decides to come back on. He comes out and he's like, and you know, and he's wearing a wedding ring now. Yeah. <laughs> he went back on his wedding ring and he's like, and I know you probably have one more question, which is not, did we consummate the marriage? It's how many times? And then he leaves and then it's like, which copyright, a- WWF. <laughs> 1999 and you're like just essentially is just the the joke is how many times did i rape your daughter yeah hey boss how many times did i drug and rape your daughter what an awful awful way to end an episode (laughs) well it's great that i came in and chose this episode now can i give you the silver lining of the whole thing yeah if there i don't know silver lining is the term i want but it's what i'm using the gold lining remember they're teasing this pay-per-view armageddon yes Triple H versus Vince McMahon? Yes. In that pay-per-view, Stephanie McMahon turns on Vince McMahon, reveals she was in on the plan the whole time, and joins up with Generation X. And on top of that, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon have been married for about 20 years now, have three kids together. Wait, in real life? In real life, have three (laughs) kids together. Uh, They were together in, in real life. So we later learn... That there was in fact no rape. There was there was consensual sex. Yeah, I don't remember. I think in the storyline, the way they pre- play it is that it really happened. But uh, Stephanie is like fine with it. So she I basically actually, has like she I basically has worse, like, like uh, Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome oh, that's from a, the. That's actually terrible. I did so not say this at all. Her three children are a product of Stockholm syndrome hostage situation. Yeah. But it is like that blending of like, yeah, that's fucked up. They did that. And like, you wouldn't, they would never do this now. That is insanity. It's insanity. But it is this thing where they realized that they were having a lot of success with things that are real, right? With things that are feeling where they're like, like this Montreal screw job, like things that are blending the reality of like kayfabe and, and real life. And, uh, Triple H and Stephanie started dating each other. Triple H was with China. Okay, cheated in, on China with Stephanie in McMahon real, in real life. In real life, was with China. How do we know that it was real? That was that was just that's real. That's just fact. How do you know? It's just we we know it. It wasn't. It was they were together. He Triple H brought China into into WWE 
because it was his girlfriend. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Uh, and they were dating, and then he cheated on her with Stephanie, married Stephanie, and they're like, okay, they're really together. Now they run raw. Triple H is the is the heir. Like the, Triple H, Stephanie, when Vince McMahon dies, they will be running the whole thing. And Triple H also runs a lot of elements of Raw. Like he, Triple H is the Stephanie McMahon character, is the Vince McMahon character in current Raw. Wow. How, how the times they... He wears a suit. To quote Bob Dylan, the times they are changing. Yeah. So it is like messed up, but I did choose this episode because we were like, which attitude ever? And I just got married. And that right. was the reason I chose it. And then immediately realized that, oh, it has rape in it. Uh, <laughs> so I but just want to clarify. I feel that. like this was a time where that was just like the sense of, I guess like, like it was also when South Park first came out too. Yeah. And like just real, and I mean, South Park has gotten, I mean, I don't really watch it, but I know it's really good and topical and like, but at the beginning it was all about shock humor or like, yeah, that was just very in and shock humor and like shock humor was hot. At shock, this time. shock was hot. Yeah. Howard Stern was, hu- I mean, he's still big, but Howard Stern was huge. This was just a time for that. Yeah, this was a time for experts. I I don't like to go back and judge things in hindsight because you're not you're losing the 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 times. You right. know, like if you look at a Howard Stern, who's like the ultimate shock jock. Yeah, you could go back twenty years, look at some of the stuff he's done, and you can be repulsed by him. Yeah, or you can see a guy who in current times is way more progressive. Yeah, dude who is not doing a lot of those things, who realize that that's, you know, that's not the climate of what things are progress. now. And we all, we all progress. When I watched that, I was a 15-year-old kid. thought I was like, this is awesome storytelling. I was kind of right. The storytelling is cool. I mean, it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. The way they chose to do it was insane. <laughs> I mean, it was disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't even think about that. Like now, if they did that on Raw, I might even like turn it off. I might be like, "What the what the fuck is this?" That's, yeah. Like you don't don't like you know. And Stephanie's like in charge of Raw. She with her and 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 Triple H like do it as a married couple. And like to think she was used like that then is crazy. See how strong like well, it's so weird. I think the now. weirdest part of it is like as Vince Vince McMahon being like Stephanie, you're yeah. my daughter, and uh, we just wanted to run this storyline by you. Yeah. You're going to be drugged out in a car, and there will be reference to you being raped at the end of the episode. By your husband. By your husband. By your actual husband. So they were married at the time, for real? No, no, I guess they weren't at that time. But, but they, like, that's so such a weird thing. When you start your, dating Stephanie, man, you lock her up. Yeah, man. It did a lot for his career. For sure. <laughs> Look at Test. He didn't get married, and he's dead. He withered away. You were saying that the wedding was the beginning of his demise. He, <laughs> well, he, looked, so, he, didn't, he, he looked pretty sickly during yeah. that wedding because he was still uh, coming down from uh, the wedding, uh, that wedding high, uh, that, the wrestling match he had. God. So um, if you had to come up with a drinking game based on Attitude Raw. Now, why was it called Attitude? Just because the Attitude. They were just, just, yeah, they just. That uh, was they, just the name of it. I don't know how. I don't know how that happens. But like they start giving times in wrestling arrows. But right make, now we're in like give, the reality era, they call it. Okay. And I think we're shifting. We might be shifting to a new era in wrestling called like the some something to the effect of like the independent era. Okay. Like in the indie wrestling era. Where like now all the guys coming to WWE are like more like indie talents. You know what I mean? It's like the equivalent of if SNL hired like the full UCB. Like, uh, like an improv team. If they, yeah, like they just took the UCB, all the 
UCB performers, put them on there, and let them do the content they wanted to do. Right, gotcha. You know? Very progressive. They're moving forward. They're, yeah, they're working on it. Well, Vince is still in charge of wrestling, and like, you know, a lot of people, it feels like almost like a Lauren Michaels adjacent kind of a thing. Right, like, right, right. Where you're like, oh, you know, a lot of people, I, I don't know if this is true or not, but people like to blame Lauren Michaels for SNL right. being like old, too old school and like too stiff, and right? You know? Right. Uh, it's like that with Vince, where they're like, Triple H has done some really amazing things in the thing that he, like, he took the whole farm system of WWE and made it their hottest product. Okay. You know, it's called NXT. Like, he, he took that and was like, oh, the network. Like, give us a show on the network for the farms system, gotcha. essentially. And that's like the hip, like, uh, uh, it's like the hip wrestling show. And all the guys are being pulled from there and they're being able to wrestle away the way that, like, they would on the indie scene because they've proven in that show on the main show. But, like, Vince still runs Raw. Damn. Does that make sense? I think it does. So it's like a lot of people feel like when Vince eventually like steps aside or you know passes away or whatever, because I don't think he's going anywhere without his heart stopping. Or, right. right? Like he, I feel like he's, he's a workaholic. He's in it to win it. Yeah. He's like, he's when he does that, Triple H will take over and then wrestling will get, like people are like, it will get awesome. And, uh, and it, is, it is good now, but there's a lot of things about it where you're like, all right, come on. So how long have you been watching? When did you start watching? I mean, I started watching. Re- I've been watching wrestling like my whole life really in some capacity with big breaks and sometimes paying way more attention and but now i'm just like full on i don't think i'll ever stop now you're just like you're digging your heels in and you're being like i'm good yeah and if i'm busy or something i catch it i'll 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 read what happened on raw right or you know because it's too much content to like constantly be watching but you know, because it just like it never stops. It's not like those seasons of Raw. Although people push for that, that's another big thing that people want in wrestling is like a season like a, structure, like a sports, like sports. Yeah, like sports. It would it, wrestling would benefit from like these guys taking a couple of months off, right? And getting healthy and recharged. Yeah, I mean, and also like you were pointing out almost every other minute how many of the wrestlers from 1999 were dead. <laughs> it's an epidemic. Yeah, they die. They're they just they die young. And they're dying constantly. They're dying in their 40s. They're dying in their 50s. Oh, that's yeah. so disturbing. It is. It's, uh, you know, they have the wellness program, but like one of the top wrestlers, this guy Daniel Bryan, he's a guy who, like, as an example of the indie like wrestling, like he's a guy who's like 5'10 and he won at WrestleMania because like people on social media got so right, got hard you. behind him. He's the guy who did like the yes chance. Have you seen any of those? No. Anyway, they got so hard behind him that they changed the main event of WrestleMania to add him. It was a one on one match and then they added it to a three made it a three person match and then he won. That was WrestleMania thirty, the one I didn't go to. Oh man. Uh, and he retired at thirty four because he has too many concussions. They said that he oh, has a, he's got like you know, matter in his brain or whatever uh. near where you can have seizures. And he started having seizures, not telling WB that he was having seizures, hiding it, like having a seizure, not telling his wife, like, uh. yeah. And cause these guys, they love to wrestle so hard now. Like now we're in that era where these guys are wrestling. Wrestling's gotten so big that the, these guys are wrestling 10 years in the indie scene as hard as they can uh. unregulated. So they're coming into WB later. You know, there's a lot. I'm like summarizing it quick, but they could use a season structure. They need to find a way to get these guys off the road. But it's just a big money machine, so it's tough. It's a, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a public company. Yeah. Damn, girl. Yeah. If you had to come up with a drinking game for uh, Attitude Era of WWE's Raw, what would it be? When would you drink? 
Oh, if we were watching it and yeah. like when I drink. Oh yeah. Um, it would be. Uh, it doesn't need to be alcohol. It could be if you're not an alcoholic person. It would be uh, any time a woman was degraded. <laughs> any time a woman was degraded. Sure. <laughs> I think that's what, honestly. If I was thinking about like if I had to get drunk. You know, you could do corny stuff like, oh, when the bell rings. Right. But it was like so many times where I was like, wow. Wow, yes. When, wow. Like it was all, constant in that episode. It was constant. It was really disturbing. It was. I, I, I felt weird about it. And also just what they're wearing. You're just like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. And you think about what some of these some of these women probably wanted to be just wrestlers. Right. And then had to... Like Jacqueline, she just got that she was the black woman in the gravy match. She just got <laughs> in, <laughs> damn, that's I'll never say that again. <laughs> that's a sentence. <laughs> she I believe she was on her uh, she had mushroom uh stuck yeah. in her pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that was her she uh <laughs> disgusting. It was disgusting. But uh <laughs> <the> mushroom. <laughs> Ugh. Such a weird specific. <laughs> Who wrote uh whatever? She just got inducted into the Hall of Fame, and, and that was her high, the, her best moment. And like sure. she was in like bra and panties matches and stuff. But you're like, I want. She probably could have been just based on her talent. She probably could have been a great, just a great wrestler if they let her be one. Man, well the times they are changing. And Definitely, uh, Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. He oh, said that. I already said that. He said that. He sang that. He's saying that the answer's blown in the wind. Yeah, and re- wrestling has became a long way since then. So that's 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 the good news. That's I guess, the, I, I, guess that's, I probably should have shown you a different episode. That's the takeaway: is that from here to PG, from what we saw, I would not. I mean, this episode is unreal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the yeah. way it ends. Well, I'm good. yeah, and I think it's also. So you're saying the eras. I don't know when they labeled it attitude era, but this time where where it was crude, it was going for shock value, it was going for ratings. Another thing you don't know is that WCW was their big competitor All at right. this time, and they had something Wolf called Pack. the Monday Night Raws Wars. Yeah, the Monday Night Wars were like a bunch of these guys were defecting over, and they were right. getting higher ratings at WCW. Right, and this was their answer. And this was getting them ratings. Was well, NWO, yeah. W- yeah, yeah. Well, DX was like their response to NWO. Right. You know what I mean? And Hollywood uh, Hogan. Yeah. And so they went over there, and then over here, they're like, oh, we're getting ratings by just being like shocking. Right. And it worked. They won. And they swallowed up WCW. That's right. You know? Um, sweet. Well, I thank you for coming and getting into the wrestling world with me. This yeah. is a, a nice, I feel like... Um, I really refresher on wrestling. Yeah, I mean, it's wrestling is a is a weird thing. It's weird. It's a weird thing. It's something I like. When wrestling is high, it's amazing. Like when wrestling is really working, I I can get. I I don't I don't know if there's anything better when it's really working. But when it's really not. When it's really not working, it's embarrassing. <laughs> at, at the least, to say the least. To say the least. And I think some of this really did not work in a way that I. Uh, you know, it's a way that we can learn from. I, I think we all learned a lot today. And some of it really worked for me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it did. You were rock hard the entire time. I definitely was. I definitely was rock hard. I was, and we did see The Rock, which always makes me rock. I, go, I get rock hard for The Rock. Wow, he was great. He he did the people's elbow. He did the people's elbow. He showed off his physique, which is way worse than way his now 40-something physique. He's got to be one of the only guys to be in better shape when he's 42 than... 23 oh, no, he looks he's jack now yeah 
Well, thanks, Dan Black. Thanks yeah, for no, stopping th- by and watching TV with me. Oh, yeah. No, that was that was a lot of fun. I, I want to thank you for putting up with my programming. I enjoyed it. Yeah. So, sort of. And I don't condone anything that happened on... I just want to get that out there. Anything that happened on Raw episode 340. But 341 through 348, you do. 343 really redeems the whole thing, <laughs> if you ask me. <laughs> thanks, Dan. Are you ready? Hey, thank you. Tell us what to do. You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Break it down! A big thanks for. Not for. A big thanks to. Dan Black for coming over and getting real, real into wrestling with me. Obviously a big fan of wrestling. Um, I was, you know, I watched wrestling in middle school and and uh, I even had a video game for Nintendo 64. So yeah, I was pretty cool. Um, if you're a fan of the podcast, I say it every week, but it really does help the podcast. Please leave a review on uh, iTunes and tell a friend. Uh, the best way to get more people to listen to this podcast is by word of mouth. So if you like the podcast, you know, post it somewhere or uh, tell someone or zap it or Snapchat it or glip it or glap it. And um, yeah, thanks for listening. Have a great night and an early manana. Adios, amigos. <laughs> That was a HeadGum Podcast.